Hey friends, family, compadres, amigos, designers, entrepreneur types, people who think they're entrepreneur types, business people, salespeople, anybody who listens to me, I uh, appreciate you and uh, thanks for listening. Happy Wednesday. And this is the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. Uh, Today I wanted to talk a little bit about being more of a salesperson or I wouldn't say being more of a salesperson, but I guess being more well-rounded when it comes to really any occupation that you have. Um, The easiest way for me to speak is to speak to designers who are more artists than they are salespeople. I think it makes sense for someone who is a designer who is banking on having freelance clients or getting a job or having to pitch their work, I think it makes more sense for them to learn sales tactics. Maybe not traditional sales tactics, but more from like a psychological standpoint. How to convince people, how to stand your ground, how to really believe in what you're doing uh, and be able to speak to it and practice speaking to it. I think those are really important concerted efforts that you need to make to really take the next step in your career. I think a lot of young designers are worried or meek or they get really attached to their work and somebody critiques it and they don't really know how to respond. Um, You know, when you're really doing good work, you're being as deliberate as possible about it and therefore you're thinking about the psychological elements of it as you're creating it. So that when you have to pitch it, you know why you made the decisions you made you know why it benefits the bigger picture, Uh, you know why it benefits the immediate need as well. And you can speak to that, you know, you kind of practice it as you're talking. Uh, If you come to a point when you're designing something and you hear the voice in your head saying, ah, they're probably not going to like this, then maybe make little tweaks, maybe find a way to appease their sensibilities, but also push the things that you like. I got to sneeze. Apologies. (laughs) Um, So uh, one more is coming. No, it's a sneeze fest. That's good radio. (laughs) Um, My point being that if you're a salesperson, or rather if you're a designer, you should learn how to be more of a salesperson. You know, shadow a salesperson. And and conversely, if you're a salesperson, or more of a business person, more of a CEO type, CFO, something like that, learn more about people. Learn more about designers. Learn more about how they approach things. And find ways to create empathy within, within each other, whether it's the designer towards salespeople or vice versa. I think you'll have a much more cohesive business or cohesive strategy um, when you learn how to deal with different types of people. Learn, I wouldn't say deal, uh, that's probably not the best way to put it. Um, Learn how to work with, learn how to navigate and really care about other people. Uh, I think it's interesting, you can tell when someone is critiquing somebody's work, you can tell when they actually care about people versus when they care too much about the agenda. There's a very distinct difference in those types of people. So I would make sure to 
I don't know, maybe put a little psychological research into your repertoire. Learn more about people, how they tick, how they respond, how they react. And use that information to get to your next goal, whether that's making the next sale, being more genuine when it comes to making a sale and talking to somebody and getting to know them instead of pushing your your work and your agenda and give them some value or being a designer and just trying to push your pretty pictures instead of thinking more about the end goal and what the person who is reviewing it may be more responsive to. Not adjusting to what they might say no to, not assuming, but making more of an educated guess on what will get you to the next level. So I think research and other topics and other areas will really help you in really so many ways in life, but as a salesperson or as a designer who is trying to pitch your work, I think it's imperative to learn more about marketing, learn more about people, learn more about the people you're working with, uh, learn more about your craft and how people pitch their work and, and know how to get better at your craft as well because you know it could simply just be that your work is not good enough in the moment um, and be receptive to feedback uh, a lot of designers get really upset <laughs> and they're not very good at taking feedback um, but you're gonna have to get used to it in this kind of business you're gonna be getting feedback from all angles and it's just not gonna be pretty sometimes and that, that's fine you know, you, you take a breath, you be a professional about it. Part of being a professional is, you know, being able to, to take your lumps and kind of take a break, take a breather, then get back in the ring. You know, if you fail once and you give up, then you weren't a pro at all. You were an amateur who tried and it didn't work out. So learn more about people and that'll really give you the leg up when you're talking to somebody. You know, if you're giving a pitch in a room, don't just go right into it. You know, talk to them, have a little bit of a, figure out some small talk, ask them about their day, um, you know, put something in the room or wear something that could be a talking point. Um, it's like trying to attract someone at a bar, I guess. It's kind of the same or going on a date. You want to stand out in some way. You want to be interesting. You know, it's one thing to get them into the room. It's another thing to make the sale. It's one thing to get a girl to go out on a date with you. It's another thing to get her to go home with you. It's a completely different thing. One involves a little bit more straightforward asking, and the other one involves being interesting and having something of value to offer. So really think about the value that you're offering as you're designing the thing, but then also think about the pitch as you're going along, and maybe run it along with people like you know sit in front of other people and ask them how do they feel about this how do they feel about the explanation does it make sense maybe you pull people in for critiques and you talk about it uh, back and forth kind of philosophically in a sense you talk about how this makes you feel and and ask questions to people about that ask them how how this piece makes them feel how does it if they were to see this in a certain situation how would they respond? Would they see it? Would they be attracted to it? Would they listen to it? Would they read it? Would they follow the orders that it's trying to give them? 
you know, sometimes you can even perform social experiments. And if you're trying to test uh, the efficacy of a poster or something like that, you could print out that poster, put it in a hallway or put it in a certain area that you know that you can get feedback from people. So if you're in an office setting, um, if it's appropriate, of course, print it out, put it on the wall, uh, a populated area uh, that you know certain people walk by. Um, you could even sit and watch for a while and see how people respond to it. Uh, see what, if they're looking at it, if they stop and look at it, if they glance at it when they walk by, and then ask them about it afterwards. What information did you retain from it? Were you interested in it? If it was an event, would you go to the event? Um, if you weren't originally interested in the event, would it change your mind about the event? Um, what was most interesting, the information or the artwork? Ask questions like that, and then you can find more, find out more about how people respond. And then think culturally as well. Think about, you know, we read left to right, so there's a chance that if you place something to the left versus the right, it's more likely for them to see it first, especially if it's in a group of other things. So, you know, that's why I say stress. So I stress the idea of looking at things psychologically, get to know people, and I think you'll have a better chance of pitching your idea and, and being more successful. So how you're showing the work and what you're showing is probably just as important uh, as what you're saying to them. So, for example, if you're if you're showing a poster, we'll stick with that um, analogy. If you're showing a poster to a client, to an internal CEO, or something like that, um, and you have multiple versions, you know, make sure those versions are different enough to warrant being shown separately. It's really up to you as the designer to vet yourself and make sure that you can consolidate some of the ones that look a little bit too close to each other. And I don't mean like a different color. Um, sometimes designers get hung up on that. I mean something that feels completely different. You know, you have to make a decision. You have to choose a color, choose a layout, choose a look and feel, and then maybe show two or three other versions of that. I wouldn't go more than three or four in most cases. You really want to give as many succinct little options as possible and have a clear way of explaining each of them. You know, if you say like, oh, this is like the first one, but it's red. Like, that doesn't help anyone. It's really the context that matters more than anything else when it comes to showing things. When it comes to really designing anything, the context is, is super important. So if you're showing, yeah, if you're showing a poster, you know, the, the how and the what is just as important as why. You know, maybe what, what was effective about yesterday, we showed a video storyboard, and really the effective method was that we surrounded it with other elements of the campaign. So there was basically this overarching campaign for this new product that just got released at the top of the month. And we've got a lot of collateral, we've got trade show collateral, we've got posters, we've got a lot of stuff. So we decided to surround the room and the area that we were in 
with more collateral of that poster. It's this nice purple color that is the focus of it all, and um, it really kind of changes the feel in the room. You really get into the mode. Someone who walks into that really gets immersed into the elements in the situation. So if, if the situation allows, and you're in a separate room, and you can show other bits of, of the brand, to just kind of show that you're on brand, to show that the colors work, to show that the look and feel works, um, that's one way to go about it too. You know, you're really, again, that goes back to psychologically setting up the situation. You're kind of priming them for what you're about to say, and you're more likely to get them in a better headspace, get them more focused, and able to talk with them as opposed to talk at them. You know, part of that, part of the pitch also is to just kind of, to make sure that you're not intimidated by it, you know, um, it depends on the rapport you have with your boss, I suppose, or your client, but really you should be choosing to work with people that you respect and who respect you. Um, so ideally, and hopefully, you're in that kind of situation where you go in, you have a casual conversation, you sit them down, and you kind of let them know, like, all right, so what we're going to do is I'm going to run you through the pitch real quick, um, talk to you about how this is going to go, get you immersed into the situation, play some music if you want, maybe set the tone, put a little music in the background, sometimes that's nice, and uh, just talk through it real quick, don't take too much time, and then allow room for them to provide some feedback afterwards. If you have multiple versions, maybe set the rules up front and say, hey, I would like to go through all of these first, sort of explain my thinking and the approach and the value behind these designs, and then afterwards, you know, uh, allow them to have the floor and sort of start to create a dialogue uh, back and forth about how they feel and you know, be receptive to the changes that make sense and then be prepared, if you have to, to defend some of the ideas that you think work really well and be prepared to provide a use case for that. So if you have research to back up your, your findings, that always helps. Um, but for the most part, you know, if you're pitching to a higher up, you know, you're going to have to kind of respect what their decision is. Um, but be prepared to fight. You know, sometimes it's a fight and that's how it goes. So ultimately, I hope that all of that helps with your next pitch. It's really about getting comfortable, you know, and and really the second you get hired or by your clients or by your CEO or whoever your immediate boss is, you're, you got to prime them to pitch to them, you know, get to know them. Uh, simply being a good person and being a good professional and, and building good rapport with people is is good for business from the start. You know, you're really always on your game because when you have to pitch them, you're gonna have them more on your side if they know who you are as a person and you know more about who they are as a person. Um, as much as we wanna be objective, everybody has bias and it's better to put that bias towards your side. If you can get them to believe in you as a person, they're more likely to believe in your pitch and what you're selling. So get out there, Give it another shot. Think about it as you're designing, as you're as you're working, and always be thinking about the psychological elements and the context of what you're doing, how it works, 
where it fits, how you're presenting it. it those are really, really important. And um, practice speaking. I'm practicing speaking without saying ums and ahs so much, taking more time to pause. <laughs> so I apologize if I've done that too much in the past. Still working on that. But it also helps. It helps to take your time, but it also helps to really know your shit. If you really know what you're doing and you're well-versed in the marketing of it or the design or the people, you know, then you won't have to stutter. You won't have to speak so fast or feel like you're trying to convince someone so much as you're having a conversation and telling them or suggesting or consulting them on what the best idea is. That's really, that's really what it is. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. This is the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. If you want to follow me on social channels, I am at RivalMyDesign on all, all social channels. And uh, this is anchor.fm slash Christian-Rivera if you're listening to the podcast version. Um, the difference is that the Anchor version has music in between the segments that I record um, that kind of fit the topic that I'm talking about. So that's, I think that's a lot of fun. And it's more like a radio show. So come back tomorrow as I will post more and uh, we'll have ourselves a, a jolly good time. Happy pitching. Good luck out there.